Hello, my name is Jackie. Welcome to Book Club for One, a podcast where I talk about books I love, books I hate, and those that I definitely like to toss across the room because why not? This is a judgment-free place, therefore it does not matter whether you've read one book or a hundred in the last one year. All are welcome. In today's episode of Book Club for One, I want to talk about a book I read this week. And it made quite the impression of me, so I thought it would be a very good book to share with you. And the book I'm talking about is called The Shelf. Now this book is written by Helly Acton. And according to Goodreads, it was published on 9th July 2020. And this book falls under the categories of contemporary, romance, fiction, audiobook, chiclet, feminism, and humor. So The Shelf, which was quite the book, and it's about a young woman called Amy Wright. So right off just from the very first chapter of this book, we learn quite a lot about Amy, but I will tell you the basics because there's quite a lot that we learn about her. So Amy is a 32-year-old woman. She's a freelance copywriter. And for the last two years, she's been dating this guy called Jamie. They don't live together, but he's given her a key and her seems to feel like it's not what she'd want. She wishes that they'd move in together, but that's the place where they're at in their relationship. So as the book begins, Amy is in bed and she's thinking about her life. She's thinking about how her life is not exactly where it ought to be. She feels like she's behind compared to the rest of her friends and the people that she knows. She ought to be married, she ought to be having kids by now, she ought to be doing something great career-wise or in, you know, in the same vein, like she ought to be doing something great with her life. But it seems like her life has stood still when everybody else's has moved on. At the beginning of this book, we also made aware that Amy thinks that this is going to be the best day of her life, which is ironic because it's going to be the worst day of her life. She believes that this is going to be a very good day for her because she thinks that Jamie, the boyfriend, is going to propose to her. She thinks that he is taking her to this trip and he is going to get on one knee and ask her to be his wife. Never mind the fact that Jamie has not made any indication that he wants to marry her or he's going to propose. Now I know you're thinking, proposals are usually a surprise, it's not something that you see coming, right? Well, yeah, but let me tell you a little bit about Jamie so that you can understand what I mean by saying that he really didn't seem like he was going to propose to her. Jamie is a jerk. First things forward, he's a terrible boyfriend. He's a selfish man. He is mean to Amy. He tells jokes at her expense. He cancels out on plans, like at the very last minute. And essentially, he's a bad boyfriend who behaves badly. He does the bare minimum when it comes to their relationship and gets angry when Amy complains or calls him out on it. According to Amy, she also says that for the last um, few months that they've been together, he only sleeps with her when he's drunk 
or when he's hangover which is quite insulting and disgusting because the smell how does he even get near you when he's drunk or hungover, right? So on top of all these things, and the thing that got to me the most, I don't know why, is the fact that he has this pet name for her, and the name is Piglet. Yeah, Piglet. We discover that, or we are made aware that Amy has body issues. She talks about her chins, and the fact that she does not like them being emphasized or seen in photos so the fact that this guy's big idea or best idea of a pet name was piglet it's quite insulting right like out of all the names he could have come up with piglet was the best thing he could find so the list of jamie's wrongdoings are very long and i won't get to all of them right now but yeah you've had a couple and now you see that this exactly isn't the kind of guy you want to be dreaming about getting married to. But on top of all those issues that he has, he has also told Amy that he does not want to get married. He doesn't want to have kids. So it is very weird that Amy believes that he's going to propose to her. So the reason why Amy thinks that he's going to propose is because he's been silent and rather withdrawn and for a person with Jamie's kind of personality in that he's very confident, very outspoken, she thinks that this is signs that there's something on his mind and the girl over here thinks that the thing on his mind is proposal. Now I don't know about you but if someone treated me the way Jamie treated Amy I really wouldn't think that the first thing he would be thinking about was a proposal I would think that he's trying to kill me or planning to and I'd be out of there in a minute because essentially Jamie treated Amy as if she was something straight that walks into his life. So the fact that she thought he's going to propose just doesn't make any sense. Now on top of all that, I know you're wondering if this guy is so terrible, say, so why exactly does Amy want to get married to him? Good question. I wanted to know as well. But this question is also answered on the very first chapter. Amy lets us know that the, guy that the guys that she had dated before Jamie were quite underwhelming. They had very many issues. They were weird. They had hygiene issues. They were not good looking. They were not driven. As in, yeah, basic dating, just dating so many toads. And at this point, she thought that compared to them, Jamie was quite the catch. He was a prince. And I think this attitude and thinking, this kind of thinking that she had, I think is what Jamie picked up on. And that's why he treated her the way he did. He treated her in a way like, I know and you know that I'm the best you've ever had. Therefore, you should be grateful. For me to even be here with you and to want you to be my girlfriend should be some big kind of honor and, you know, that kind of thinking. I think that's what he did and he did it as a, he did it as a result of the vibe he was getting from Amy. Maybe she was very grateful and that made him think that he was everything and, and all. So, Amy gets up from bed 
where she's been having all these thoughts and she goes to the bathroom to finish packing to pack her bikinis because again she thinks that she's been taken to some kind of beach and she's not been told this but yeah she has gotten the basics done according to her she's gotten waxed threaded tightened massaged scrubbed and you know yeah the basics so that she can glow while he's proposing uh fast forward to minutes hours later and they leave the house and right outside is a limousine now amy thinks this is definitely a sign that he's going to propose otherwise why would he splurge on a limousine if he wasn't going to so yeah she's getting really excited so they get inside the limo and they start off the journey to this place where she's been taken and on the vehicle jamie is a bit nervous and amy keeps questioning him asking him where he's taking her she asks him if he's taking her or they're going to the airport he says no she asks if they're going to this place he says no and he really seems like he doesn't want to tell her where exactly they're going he seems very um nervous he's not making eye contact with her in fact he's making more eye contact with the limousine driver than he is making with amy so somewhere along the journey somewhere that he's taking her and she has no idea at this point he asks her to hand over her phone and naive trusting person that she is she hands over her phone after which he proceeds to blindfold her and amy is finding this all a bit weird but she goes along with it because he's going to pop the question right so they got they get to this place and he leads her out leads her inside and he removes the blindfold so amy is looking around and wondering exactly where this place is and she asks okay jamie where exactly is this place what are we doing here in this room which has a camera over there at the corner where is it filming us and the guy is all well don't worry piglets all will be revealed of some nonsense like that and he proceeds to leave her there as soon as he leaves her here amy begins to get a little bit panicked understandably so because she has no idea where she's been left so she begins to walk around this place and she realizes it's a house it has a kitchen a living room bathroom a bedroom which weirdly enough has like eight beds and she is really beginning to panic because she thought that maybe this would be a surprise party her friends and family would be somewhere in a row in one of the rooms but it really isn't so she goes and tries to look for her phone so that she can call someone to call a friend call jamie but she realizes that the fool she was she already handed over her phone now as she's having and really getting panicked she hears a voice not in her head but she hears a voice telling her to go to the chat room and she walks around until she sees this door like there's a sign written chat room and she gets in when she gets in she finds that it's a room with a like a couch and a tv and she sits there and lo and behold who comes on the screen jamie now there was some kind of mechanism put in place that she could not she could hear him but he could not hear her so she's asking him all these questions trying to talk to him to ask him what exactly is going on but he does not hear her 
he proceeds to tell her exactly what he wanted to say, which is that he is dumping her. He's tired of her. He's tired of being pressured. He's tired of being made to want things that he doesn't. He had already told her that he does not want a child. He does not want to get married. But she really does not seem to understand this. So he's dumping her and essentially leaving her on the shelf. So he was like, huh? So he's like, oh, yeah, right. I forgot to tell you. I signed you up for this show. It's called The Shelf. It's a show where you will get to stay in that house for a while. So don't worry, I did it for you, I did it for me, I did it for us. We will really get a lot from it. So team spirit and do your best in there. Bye. And Amy freaks out, legit begins to freak out. She's angry, she wants to scream, she wants to kick something. And in this moment, this guy walks in from like a door that she had not even noticed was there. He walks in. And he leads her out of the chat room and takes her to some kind of office. Then he begins to explain to her exactly what has just happened and what exactly Jamie was talking about. So this guy is an executive producer of a new show called The Shelf. He goes on to explain to Amy exactly what The Shelf is. It's a big brother kind of show which is going to be starting and it will involve seven women who have been dumped by their significant others coming to this house and battling it out through these challenges that they'll be given and there will be eliminations at the very end I think of every week or after every challenge and whichever woman remains in the house will be crowned a keeper quote unquote and she will also win one million pounds now on top of all this this show is going to be viewed by millions of people like in the UK and the US. So this show will be screened like to all these people. And the reason why he's brought her into this office is because they need her signature so that she can be part of the show and so that they can also air her breakup, her being dumped on air so that essentially she can begin, begin, begin to be part of this show. Amy gets angry. She will, there's so many feelings right now going on with her. She was panicked. She gets angry. Now she's just livid. She wants to go home. She's just so mad. She can't believe this is happening to her. It has just turned out to be the best, the worst day of her life. And she thought it would be the best, right? But the guy calms her down and makes her see reason. And after a while, Amy begins to realize that, well, since I'm not getting married, winning one million a million pounds will be very good because I'd finally be able to move and, you know, live my dream, which I have not even told you. Amy's dream, essentially, her dream was not to get married to Jamie. She wanted to be to move and go like somewhere in Asia, somewhere in Asia, sit on a beach and take drinks while writing one blog post after the other. But she thought that at 32, she should not want that, that no one approves their life at 32 and moves to go to another continent. Instead, that is the age in which you should be having kids and having a family, getting married. So essentially, she settled. She was settling to stay with Jamie instead of living the life that she wanted. So she thought that since she's not getting married and she's been dumped, 
Having a million pounds will be a pretty sweet deal. So she signs the documents and she's in the show. Now alongside Amy, there are going to be other women in this show, right? And I will let you know their names. And I will tell you their names in an interesting way because I will also give you the reasons why they were dumped or left on the shelf by their significant others. Now before the start of the show, these guys who had dumped these women had come out and given their reasons as to why these women were left on the shelf and why they decided to dump them. Mind you, these guys had been in long term, short term and had even married some of these women. So this is the way they were described as. There was selfish Jackie, there was distant Gemma, there was Beta Kathy, there was disparate Amy, Amy our main character remember, there was boring Hattie and there was easy Lauren. Now poor Lauren was apparently easy because she slept with men and women alike and since she was a DJ she really got to meet a lot of people who she slept with and this guy she'd been dating thought that this was not wife material kind of behavior and so he dumped her and left her on the shelf so that she could be able to pick up or learn a few qualities that would make her a wife great so patriarchal nonsense all around so with all these women in the house the show begins and for the most part of the book it will be just interactions between these women how they go through all the like challenges that they'll be given in the house who emerges on top who loses and so essentially for those who've watched big brother it's pretty much the same thing only with women in it and no men and that's it for most of the book in the women get to find themselves I guess something like that and so really for the most of it you will have to go and get the book if you like my review and you will see for yourself what's inside anyway so I want to get to what exactly I liked about this book and there are five things first of all what I liked about this book was the characters I love the characters I found them to be very well written very well developed, we learned quite a lot about them, we learned about their likes, their dislikes, their lives generally, what pushed them, what was important to them, and I think that we got to really find out a lot about the characters, and not just Amy, but also the other women. My favorite character was Jackie, and I'm not being biased because she's my namesake. I just think that in overall she was the best, she was very funny very confident and bold very outspoken she did not take shit from anyone and i think she was just the best to the thing i liked about this book and i don't i don't know if it's a reason because the thing i liked about it was also the narration now i listened to the audiobook like three quarter way then i read the book book for the rest of it so I don't know if this will apply to someone. Actually, it won't. It won't apply to you if you read if you read the book. But for those who listen to the audiobook, it's pretty good. The narrator was awesome. Her narration was very good, and um, the English accents were in point. And I think it made me enjoy the book even more. I don't know what my experience would have been if I had just read the book. 
on my own but i really appreciated the narrator she was really really good she brought out each and every single of the characters their boldness their attitudes and it was just the best third i actually loved the solidarity of this woman and i think that it was a very good route for the author to take because i think that it would have been very easy for the author to make this woman mean to make them catty to make them mm, bitchy towards each other i mean these women don't know each other and they had just been dumped on air in front of other people i think it would have been very easy to make them very mean to fight all the time to be very terrible to each other but i'm so grateful that this is not the direction the author decided to take instead they were very nice to each other they were very comforting very understanding of each other and they really uplifted each other when they each felt like they had very many shortcomings over and above that i liked the fact that they made a pact not to abide by any kind of nonsensical and patriarchal bullshit that was going to be involved in the challenges because those challenges that they were given were quite insulting and they had made a pact like we will not try we will not allow ourselves to be diminished by this and i think that was pretty cool the fourth thing that i liked was the general storyline the storyline was well not the storyline let that be the final thing that i talk about i want to talk about how this book was written because i did not get bored for the entirety of this book it was interesting from the first to the last page there was no lull i did not get bored i did not skip chapters because sometimes that happens you like skim the book and get to the last chapter then read the middle then go back i didn't do that this was interesting from the first page to the very last and finally what i want to talk about the giveaway the take away is it the giveaway or the take away the takeaway that you get from this book and i think what the author really wanted us to get from this book and that is for me at least was that it is okay to do whatever you want with your life that's why it's yours and you don't really have to do it or to do what everybody else is doing because i think that is the trap that many of us get into and that's why so many people are unhappy you are allowed to do whatever the hell you want to do at whatever age you want to do whether you have a partner or whether you are alone and i want to use amy as an example because she's the main character in this book amy was willing to sacrifice the life that she had she wanted i mean to go to the beach and write blog posts every day for a life with a man who treated her badly who for all intents and purposes did not seem to love her but she wanted to do this she wanted to get married to him because she thought she'd be checking off an item on a list that she should be further along in checking compared to her other friends she felt like she was behind and she thought that by marrying Jamie she'll be able to get into this club of people who are successful who are succeeding in getting married and having kids and she thought that she would look like an adult 
or a person who has it together, right? But then really this was not the case because she was very unhappy, she was not content, and she had issues, self-confidence issues as a result, right? And one of the other reasons, apart from, you know, the societal pressure, like looking at, at Instagram and seeing people doing all these things with her life, Amy also thought that at 32 you cannot or shouldn't be moving and approaching your life, but that it was not old, right? I don't think that it matters whether you're 32 or 20 or 50. The takeaway I got from this book is that you can live your life or start your life as many times as you want to get the happiness that you deserve. And essentially that's what these women got at the very end of the book, regardless of the person who won this what is it called program the shelf the person who won regardless of it all all these women actually did win something they all went ahead to travel the world to go on vacations alone to start businesses to do the things that they've always wanted to do and never had the time to do and i think it was a pretty good ending a very solid ending and that is the final thing that i liked about this book so, does that sound like something you'd be interested in reading? I don't know, but if it is, if you like something that is in the categories of chiclet, something humorous, something, you know, with feminist undertones and about strong, bold, sassy women, I'd really recommend this. I gave it four stars on Goodreads because it's just made me very happy it was a light read something that i needed because you know sometimes you can just read books and it gets a little bit heavy i don't know but this was a very light read very airy made me happy and it it sounds like something right up your aisle you should definitely check it out and i'd really love to hear what you think about this book if you've read it or if you're going to read it that's all for now bye